Good morning. Your wake-up call number 332. Investigate who you are. So, when we really want to free ourselves from the result that we have, for instance, the overweight, and we want to free ourselves from the, the actions, the bad habits that makes us overweight, for instance, eating the sugar, once and for all, we actually want a result and actions that last, then we need to change ourselves. Or if I can stay in, in the wording this morning, we need to free us from ourself. Because it is ourself, whatever we call ourself, who is doing all of that that I don't want and creating all of that that I don't want. And that's why the first step is to turn around and face ourselves. That self which is so problematic and which we would actually like to be free of or to free ourselves from. And the second step is just around the corner when we turn around in the form of, of our body who just mysteriously wants to live the life that it usually lives. And the third step is our thoughts that fits perfectly to that current will of our body. They always cooperate in order to keep us in the past, in the way it is right now. And that's not the new. That's not what we really want. That's not where the goal, the longing and the dream is created. And that means that I need to realize that my own body and my own mind, they are against the new that I want to create. Or they are actually just for how it is, for the old. Because they are the old, they are the past. And that's why they are expressing the past. They can't do anything else. They show me the whole time and I feel it in my body and I hear it in my head what my past is where I come from, what in me have taken care of that I act the way I do and create what I have created. My thoughts, my feelings are just showing me my past. And that's okay. And I can feel it in my body. I can hear it in my head. And I can consciously experience it and choose to relate to it instead of just following it outwardly and acting and creating more of my past. And because those two elements in us are pretty efficient, very complicated and infiltrated, very persuasive, very determined, and because I've followed them uh, unconsciously, so long and so well, these two elements and these two steps, e examining, investigating and going between those two 
elements forth and back and forth and back and forth, that's something that we will return to forever and learn to master forever, perhaps even our whole life. Perhaps that's all what it's all about, to learn to feel the body, to learn to listen and relate to our own thoughts, to our own body, to learn to separate those two from each other, to learn to master them, meaning creating the space with our inner consciousness without acting on them as we usually do. So if there's something you need, you think you should use your willpower on, it will be to create the inner space for yourself when you want something else than what you really want. So what's the fourth step <clears throat> today, this morning? This, that is to investigate who your thoughts and your feelings are trying to Work on behalf. Who is it that your body is protecting <clears throat> and who your body believes needs sugar in order to feel good? Who is behind your sugar consumption? There's no doubt that your instincts are driving you in that direction, but you are not eating sugar the whole time. So there must be someone in you Controlling your actions, controlling your emotions, meaning someone who decides that it's okay or it's not okay to eat sugar and someone who sometimes can control your hand and sometimes it cannot control your hand. Who is that? The next thing we experience when we go further inward is our thoughts. We experience that it's our own mind, which I talked about yesterday, that are telling me when I can manage without sugar and when I can't manage without sugar. And my thoughts are telling me that based on how the state of my body is. So a lot of the times, I end up with eating sugar because my mind is cooperating with my body and I lose that fight. And other times I manage to not follow my own thoughts. I perhaps even can break into my thought, perhaps even think something else and thereby interrupting everything and succeed in not eating sugar, perhaps even doing something else. So, so far so good. My body, my thoughts, they seem to have an independent life. My body has a life, but I can interrupt it. My thought has their own life, but I can interrupt it. Or sometimes I get overwhelmed by it all. Who is that? Who is inside of me? except from my thoughts, from my mind, and from my feelings and my body. It cannot be all there is because I can follow them or I can interrupt them and I can even do something else. Who is that? Who am I really 
behind my thoughts, behind my body, behind my actions and behind my result. Who on earth am I? When I can interrupt my thought, even correct my thoughts, even free myself from my thoughts, when I can feel my body and decide to follow it or free myself from what it wants, who is doing that? Who is either running the show or letting herself be overwhelmed by thoughts and feelings? Who is inside of me? So this fourth step is this investigation, an investigation that goes behind my own thoughts, behind my own body. And the fifth and last step is the answer to that. And we take that tomorrow morning.